Show listeners, this is Sam Dillon, your Tome Editor, and the DM of the D&D Brief Podcast. D&D Brief is now going to be hosted on the Tome Show Network. To find back episodes, search under the Actual Play tab at thetomeshow.com. As always, thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to D&D Brief. This is Sam. I am your DM at this wonderful endeavor, and I'm here with my players. Let me introduce Matthew. Hello. My name is Matthew. Matt, for short. I am playing Konos Lenendath, a sea elf warlock, the great old one. And David. Uh, I play actually Tilling Quest, a halfling bard. And Nina. Hello there. My name is Nina, uh, pronouns she, hers. And I play Emerin Ornestia, who is a storm cleric. And Karu. Hi, my name is Hikaru, or just Karu works. I play Marcel Petitia Bladuran, who is a gender fluid Lutrinian storm sorcerer. So, when we left off, <laughs> Tadius had just exclaimed that Emerin uh, has never liked him, and he threw a tantrum and uh, proverbially took his ball and went home and jumped back into the rod. He didn't even get. He didn't even get to eat. That's right. That's right. That's the exact same phrase used for Blacksley too. <laughs> to call him one home, Blacksley yep. did too. <laughs> That's unfortunate. More food for us. So the question is now: What? That's a good question. Do we try and transcribe this, or do we shut it and we ask another question? Well, we could try to isolate or get at least maybe find out where we should go like what if we ask the question what we need to find out about stopping the sinking is in calport or something like that right and then maybe try to find out where we should go or just start narrow like that is the issue Mm -hmm. so the book is still open you can still transcribe what's on there and try to figure it out later is there anything just on the first page that like immediately is like jumping off the page as far as a course of action? No, because it's in cryptic code, right? It's not actually like right. in the language that you recognize. So, okay. you know, it's it's like opening a, a differential calculus book right in the middle and not seeing any text, just seeing a bunch of calculations and symbols and, you know, except instead of being Greek letters, it's like some weird, you know, Ruberan symbology kind of thing. So maybe we should have Axley start like transcribing. If we have a transcription, we can also show it to Thaddeus and see what he thinks. Mm -hmm. If they're on normal paper, he'll be able to read it. I don't think we want to lose this information, even if we can't read it right now. We don't want to lose it forever. That's fair. It'll take a while. You said it was 24 pages? Yeah, it's, it's about 23 pages. 23 pages. So it'll take Axley... A like day. a full day. Yeah. Just to transcribe it, not even to like. Yeah, that's just writing it down. Deciphering, yeah. What if Axley did one page while I did the other page and we like kind of went two person oh, at like a time? Two maybe minutes. half the time. Yeah. We could do that. I'd have to get my stuff because. Just don't get here. the order mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, Three, four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah, that would that would lower the amount of time needed. Um, yeah, let's do that. 
while you two do the transcribing, then Konos right. and I can figure out what we're That's a good what idea. We're doing with that. That is one thing we're not going to be able to ask the book about. Yeah, because they're they're because they're what are gonna gonna want they're gonna want an answer soon. And if you happen to run into Blackfly out there, maybe you want to give him the third degree. Uh, so the other thing is, you know, previously it was Konos's mage hand that was moving the pages. That's true. So how are you going to turn the pages? Anybody know Unseen Servant? I don't know. I'm really afraid to actually touch this thing, but I'm also so curious. Might be helpful, might be hurtful. But prestigitation wouldn't do it, would it? No. I don't even have prestigitation. I have thaumaturgy. It, it might create creates a gust of a small puff of wind. <laughs> but then what, yeah, what page would we end up on? <laughs> yeah, if it accidentally closes to does too many pages, then <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> yeah. But I would never do that as your as your DM. I would never make something like oh, that. the dice would. <laughs> uh, I mean, you could try just like using a piece of cloak or whatever to like glove it and piece of paper in between and flip the pages that way. And you could just like use a stick to like move, maybe a couple sticks to move the page. Yeah. So I'll assume that the two of you are sort of taking your. So first, who has parchment to write things on? I have some. Okay. How cool is that? Twenty-four pages worth. We can also ask the Hawk if they have something we can write on. They might yeah. not have parchment, but they might have parchment-like okay. items. I mean, you could go back to the ship, too, and they, I'm yeah. sure there's parchment and whatnot there. So, okay, so I'll assume that the two of you are um, trying your hardest not to touch the book while you're turning the pages, and you're only going to do turn one page at a time, and you're each going to transcribe one of the pages. Yeah on any two-page spread. That's what you're going to do? Are you going to start now, or are you going to eat, or what are you, are you going to, well what are you going to do? What's, what's Just plan? bring some food. Okay. Can I have the thing back? Can I have Toddy's pack? <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> you feel bad? Why? <laughs> I mean, it wasn't meant as a as a an insult. I was just throwing out ideas, and like it, it just came out poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Apology feast seems appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> so we leave the book inside the 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 curiosity. We'll get something to eat, possibly summon Tadia so he can enjoy his feast. Because or else, who knows how hungry he's going to be next time he comes yeah. back. <laughs> he's well, going to be straight up. <laughs> I don't want to leave this unattended, especially if we don't want someone to close the book or something. So I want to, I'll stay here. Just bring me food. I could summon a water okay. elemental to protect the book. If you wanted to. That's okay, I'll stay. Okay. Serial pages? So that wouldn't... 
All right. So Axley stays protecting the book. We go get food and bring food back to Axley. And bring it bring it back for okay. Scottius too. So in the event we could coax him out. All right. We'll bring all the food back. Because <laughs> it will take because it will take Where all. Where are you the, going with the feast? Take all the food. Uh, why don't you just um bring him out outside? Uh, yeah, that's, that's yeah. Just give us the rod, and we'll we'll we'll. Yeah, we'll take the rod <laughs> with us and and go to where the feast is and summon him there. Yeah. Shake the rod and go. Hey, Tadius, food. Definitely smells it from inside. <laughs> <laughs> Just put the rod in front of the food. It's like you smell yeah. it. Like like, like old cartoons, yeah. they'll come out floating through the air with the with the the scent going into his yeah. nose. <laughs> <laughs> No, he won't come out unless you say the right phrase. Yeah, that's true. Need advice, Claudius. Yeah. I hurt your feelings, and I don't know what to do. So he he jumps out of the rod, and he turns and he looks and he sees that Imran is holding the rod, and he goes, <laughs> and he turns so that his back and butt are facing Imran, and and that makes it him. <laughs> like look right at where the whole feast is <laughs> right and he goes oh enjoy yourself over <laughs> and he starts eating copious amounts of whatever is on the table i just like grab some food for myself and go it was emmerin's <laughs> idea to let you out again because you were gonna be hungry yep she very thoughtfully for all this food to be here for you are hyping way too much. He's chewing and <laughs> <laughs> and he turns to one of the Hakka and he starts talking to the Hakka in Hakka language. Of course he knows Hakka. He knows Why wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing surprises me anymore. I take food back to Axley and kind of partially eat while we're transcribing but more transcribe than eat. I'll at least transcribe the first two pages while, <laughs> while everyone's gone, since it's open to those two. Okay. Um, so what I need from the two of you are... Um, Pretty sure no one in the party has calligraphy tool proficiency. Really? <laughs> That's too bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I need um, a an intelligence... DC 15 intelligence history. Uh, before we start, can I play a little tune on my flute and give us a bardic inspiration? <laughs> sure. So your choice okay. is either to use uh, uh, intelligence history or um, re- intelligence religion, depending on what you're. Uh, they're both the same. Okay, so it's a D6. Ooh, that's a natural 19 plus one. So plus four. So a 24. Okay. Nice. And what did, uh, what did that? Okay. So you say history or religion is the two? Right. Okay. But with uh, intelligence. Oh, so what do you mean with intelligence. intelligence? The modifier you mean? Yeah. Yep. 
I keep thinking religion is, is, is wisdom, but no, it's intelligence. Uh, I rolled a three, so oh. let me, I'm going to use my, I'm going to use my luck. Oh, that's <laughs> <so> <laughs> <good>. <laughs> oh a 19. That's better. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. We both rolled 19s. And actually, what was your total? And there's no need to use the inspiration, right? If we're successful, because without without using inspiration die, it's 19 plus two, so okay, it's 21. So 21. It's up to you whether you use the inspiration. I mean, might as well. It only lasts for 10. It only lasts yeah. for 10 minutes, so you might All as right, well. You're right. Okay, might as well. I'm D6. Okay, we'll add that. I roll the one, so it's 23. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. Now I need a dexterity saving throw with advantage from both of you. Okay. Uh, what? <laughs> hopefully this is just to avoid getting a hand cramp. <laughs> 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 oh, my tennis elbow. Oh. Mm. Okay. Dexterity with advantage, you said? Dexterity save with advantage. Okay. Yeah, that means we roll twice. Okay. Yes, you roll twice. 14 plus Four is 18 for the first roll, and the second roll is two plus okay. four. So, so we got a 14. 14, 14 yeah. and 18? Okay. Okay. So they are, they are calmly uh, trying to scribe out everything. You notice that as you're, as you're writing, when you transfer that from, you know, when you look at the book and you transfer it onto the page, it disappears from the book. Okay. I let everyone know that's what's happening. Keep going, I guess. It's better to have it in a physical copy than in something that's going to disappear. I mean, this is kind of the goal of the whole thing, right? Trying to figure out how to stop the sinking. So even if the end result is we break the book, we still have that very valuable information, right? It disappears if we close the book anyway. I mean... I think the important part here is if you wrote that down wrong, there is no way you can mm-hmm, check true. it. <laughs> you can't check That's your true. work. <laughs> uh, we forgot to carry the one. <laughs> <laughs> Rounding error. <laughs> yeah, that could uh, that could that could be bad. Yeah. Um, okay, so what are the what are uh, Konos and Marcel doing? At the moment then after after the feast yeah after Stuffing the feast, her face yeah. <laughs> food. kodos is uh, eating a little nervously just because of how this whole i'm not even nervously at all <laughs> i mean i'm not stuffing my face but i'm i am nervous as i'm eating i'm concerned for how this duel is gonna go and feels like our focus is drifting elsewhere so, um, uh, roll a perception check for me, Konos. Twelve. Um, you, as you're sort of nervously eating and trying to settle your mind so that you can make this negotiation, you sort of see out of the corner of your eye that Tadius and the Raven and Otto are are entertaining the haka and it's it's a little bit like if you remember the scene from return of the jedi where c3po is telling a story to the ewoks and he's using sound mm-hmm. effects so mm-hmm. the crow and otto who is in pelican form are 
making motions and doing things. And Tadius is sort of making, he's telling the story to the Haka and making sound effects as he go as he goes. But he's not as good at making sound effects as C-3PO would be because C-3PO could just make a replication yeah. of the sound. And so it's, um, it's a, a little bit odd. Um, but apparently the Haka are very entertained and uh, having a good time. Okay. Okay. Someone's having a good time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. So, what do we want to try to negotiate on your behalf? Okay, first off, are we actually going to go through the duel? Because I don't think doing the duel with the thought that we're just going to attack when we lose is a good one. <laughs> Win. <laughs> That's ultimately up to you. You're the one in this. I mean, I I don't want to say yes on your behalf. I I don't mind doing the duel, but only if it has a purpose. Like, I think it's our best bet of getting Shark Face to stop bugging us. Yeah. the w- One of the things I'm thinking is that no matter the outcome, and we, you kind of mentioned the story, no matter the outcome of this, essentially their enmity with us is over. I think if if we if we argue that that even if I lose, the only thing that happens is they get my sword, and then oh. they back off and do not attack the the our fleet, then oh. then we win, even if I lose. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, end of the day, we need to get to Calport, and we can't do that chasing us around. Exactly. Like that's that's why I accepted in the first place because if we can get the pirates to back off, it's one less issue we have to worry about down the line. Yeah. And I guess the the safest the most direct things to do is just to operate from the presumption that they're going to essentially take that same view that they're not going to attack us regardless. Yeah, and that's my point. It's like if if I win, we mm. don't attack them. They don't attack us. If yeah. they win, same thing. Yeah. So if we make that a term, I think that's a good way to seal that. Okay. So. So no retaliatory attack by the losing side. Yeah. No attack by the winning side either. Yeah, it's like we go, we both go, both we both go our separate ways, yeah. and we do our best not to run into each other anymore. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If something else happens afterwards that like starts an enmity again, that's that's future problem. Future problems for us, yeah. But in terms okay. of like, past enmity or any reason to attack us, that has to be sealed with this duel, win or lose. Right. N- neither side attacks the other. Okay, so that leads to the question of the format, the whole three rounds on our ship, on their ship. It was our and ship, and then like over it was the water. Our ship between the ships in the water. Okay. And I guess that's fine. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to be at a disadvantage really underwater. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um do you feel comfortable fighting with just a sword or just just your just that sword? I think what I think ideally we should try for allowing cantrips. And allowing the magic of our weapon. Because that way, like, I don't, I, 
I have a couple of cantrips I can use, and at least that'll give me at least even ground. And if I can use the sword, then I have an extra attack. Per turn. Okay. Because he's going to okay. get probably two attacks per turn, anyways. Right. How? So when you use this, when you activate the sword, like how many times per day can you can you do that? As many as I want. It's just after I activate it, it uh, floats for four rounds, and then I have to like activate it again. Like I have to grab it and activate it again. Okay, so it's not like a once per day type of thing. The once per day is the use of the like water stuff. Okay. Okay. Um, spells being cast on you before the battle starts, or on That's the duelers. Up in the air, I guess we could try doing that. Right. Could work in our favor. Could work against us. They could mm-hmm. disallow it if they don't have any way of buffing themselves. Right. I'm just thinking Emeryn and maybe actually could may have some things that uh, could help you. Um, other magical items for use. I mean, I could. I'm willing to. I'll loan you my my belt if you if some extra strength would help. Strength isn't going to do much for me unless it's for strength contests. Yeah, like if he tries to grapple you or something, that would help. Might help with the with the, if it goes to the underwater part. It might help with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, pre-casting also, like, I have to be able to cast Mage Armor, because without Mage Armor, I I am definitely losing out on protection. Right, I can do that on you too. Alright, any, anything else? One thing we do have to keep in mind, or at least you have to keep in mind, that as my second, at any point, if you, like, I don't remember exactly how the rules were, I have them over here. So the job, the, the tasks of the second is uh, negotiate on behalf of the duelists to set the rules, the time, the place, including any changes to the round-ending conditions, act as a witness and ensure both participants obey the rules, take place of an ill, injured, or cowardly duelist, and notify the next of kin when, when and if death occurs and tend to the body of their fallen comrade. So if I go down, you can take my place. Or I can just stop them. So I, I can say enough, it's over. Problem is, if you say enough, it's over, that means we lose. Right. But there is that option of, like, if during the battle it looks like I'm going to lose, you can switch out with me. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Which I, which I presume means, you know, their second gets to switch, switch and tag in as well. I mean, yeah, it works both ways. Okay. All right. And I know we talked last time about, you know, you, you mentioned you, for you, you preferred, you know, you essentially, you said you were, you're willing to, you know, die for, die rather than get the, let them get the sword. I'd rather not, not happen, but, you know, if it comes to it, I'll respect your wishes. I don't want to get stuck not being able to get the sword, because if I lose, I have to, by laws of the duel, not go after the sword. Um, I, I did think of something, uh, I have a cousin, so if things go badly and I do die, then I want him to know about the sword so that another Lutrinian of my line goes after the sword. What's your cousin's name? Felipe. He's technically my rival too, but you know, better him if I'm dead than (laughs) Sharkface. (laughs) 
right. Where would we better, find them? Better him than Sharkface. <laughs> I'll probably pen a note being, all right, you win. Only if you get the sword back. <laughs> then you have my word that I will say in this text that you won over Marcel Duran. <laughs> <laughs> where 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 would we find him fuck if i know especially if everything's going all the way apart he could be anywhere <laughs> oh well yeah all right oh, it's going well <laughs> all right but hopefully the uh odds are in my favor and everything goes fine so right at the point when you're winding down um, one of the Haka comes over and points to um, the beach where there is a small rowboat coming in. And the small rowboat contains uh, two goblins and a halfling. Oh, God. <laughs> what are you, oh, god yeah. Not our halfling, right? No. <laughs> oh, no, it's probably no. Dahmer Brittlespoon. <laughs> <laughs> really thought Blacksley had like tried to sneak onto the pirate ship for a hot second. <laughs> I was also slightly zoning because I'm going over spells that I'm going to cast on Marcel before this fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be the most glittery, glowing, holy-looking <laughs> Lutrinian. <laughs> I'm crossing my fingers. I don't think I'll find the components for it, but I'm crossing my fingers for a couple of different spells, actually. But <laughs> um, So I take that back. It's not, a, it's not two goblins and a halfling. It's two goblins and a founder. And it's the, tun- it's the tunneler type of founder. Founder is a small... Um, well, technically they're medium sized, but they are basically uplifted mammals. Um, and so there are three types: there's tunnelers, ga- gatherers, and uh, and something else. It, this is a tunneler type. Basically, it's a medium sized groundhog that has taken on a humanoid sort of bipedal form. They they were uplifted from they have origins in the green plateau and they they are existing in the world just like lutrinians are um they're just very rare uh and this one happens to be wearing um a uniform that looks like it's from the royal navy and this is his second and this is his second I'm assuming you don't see this because we're in the curiosity transcribing. Yeah. I'll just look at Konos and go, well, I guess you're my second, so you have to go talk to this guy. Alright. I will approach the... just go to the edge of the shore and approach the rowboat and just call out to them. You approach the lands of the Hoka. State your business. And identify yourselves. Um, the the founder moves to the front of the rowboat and bows and says, I am Azanana and I am the second for Sharkface. And he takes his hat off 
with a flourish. <laughs> I am Konos, the second for Marcel. You may approach. Thank you. And he sort of hops off the front of the boat onto the beach. Do we have a place to sit and negotiate? Of course. Um, I'll just. Are there any, like any, te- like any tables set up, still set up from where the feast is? Yeah, there's like there are tables. There are also uh, fallen logs where the haka normally sit on the beach and whatnot. So there's plenty of uh, places you could go that are far enough away that people could still see you, but not necessarily hear you. Or you could sit closer if you wanted to. I'll gesture him to sit down at one of the tables. Okay. He waits for you to sit, and then he sits. I'll sit down. I have a change in proposal. Okay. Originally, Sharkface decided that he wanted the sword. And I believe our envoy said sword for boat. But that was that was correct. Yes, but but given the information that we have now received from the second envoy, uh, Shockface has decided he wants the necklace instead of the sword. Correct. Why? He likes it. And he still proposes to give us your boat when he loses? Well, that part is not yet written. But if he were to lose, of course, it is boat. Is Marcel nearby? nearby? Uh, Marcel's probably still at the feast table. Um, Yeah, I'm like watching you guys. I'll use my telepathy to communicate. Just ping you and say, Would you rather them have the necklace or the sword? I know what Marcel would say normally, but. Uh... <laughs> you can make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, that's a 17. It's up to you. Well, I definitely don't want them to have the sword. I know the necklace is useful. Um, I'm, I'm also not sure exactly how to give it to them. All right, then I will say to Azanana, <laughs> before we, before we. Before we, I say yes or no to this. I think it's fair to say agree that we, we. I think we can both agree that this rivalry between us is has the potential to be very destructive, unnecessarily. So I think the first thing we sh- we sh- we want to agree on is that regardless of the outcome of this, the enmity between us is over. There's no, there will be no retaliation by either side after, once this is concluded. Of yes? course, that is a fair agreement. I have no enmity with you. And neither do I with you, but personally, but in bigger picture in general, your your captain's pursuit of us is most inconvenient and 
we would we would personally prefer to avoid coming to direct blows with our fleet and his. Wouldn't be good. It would not be a good ending. He sort of, of looks back, and he says, mm-hmm. "You see a fleet on the horizon." I see one ship, pretty small, in fact. But we know that there are other ships of yours farther out there, and it's likely that we—it's not unlikely that we may encounter them in the future. We'd prefer not to have any confrontations between them and us. Should our paths cross after today, he says, "May I speak openly with you?" Please. Our ship has defected from the fleet. Do I believe him? You can roll an insight check. <laughs> Would love to roll an insight check. Fifteen, uh, thirteen. Yes, he seems to be honest. Okay. Why have you defected from your fleet? You see the two goblins there in our boat. Mm-hmm. Do you see their hands? I assume I can see their hands. Yeah. They are regular. Do they look like crap? They're, they're regular. Oh. Okay. But you saw the hands of the envoy yesterday. Yes. This is not normal. It is not. Our crews keep dying. Shockface believes that the necklace, amulet, whatever you choose to call it, could solve the problem that we are having. So, we would like the necklace. And we have no fleet behind us. All right. Since Marcel has not given me a no back, I will say that is agreeable. Necklace for boat. Excellent. I also have another proposition. Mm-hmm. Uh, perhaps... Perhaps no duel is necessary. What do you propose instead? Well, if Marcel can use the necklace to cure our people, then I don't think that a duel is necessary. So you're... So... Make sure I understand you correctly. You're saying that if Marcel is able to cure the people on your ship of their condition with the necklace, you'll forfeit the you'll forfeit your claim against them. I believe that Sharkface will do so. I'd like to hear Sharkface say this himself. So, because a duel has already been challenged, uh, Sharkface is not able to converse. As I, I am not allowed to talk to Marcel directly. All again, think to Marcel. They proposing an alternative. Would you rather try that than fight to the death? 
Do I know of like, from what I've figured out that the necklace can do, have I figured out that this is something the necklace could possibly do? You've had no indication that it has any healing powers or any kind of transformative anything. Right. Doesn't mean it can't, it just means you've had no indication. Yeah. I'm... Okay, so here's the thing. I don't see why I would be against doing this, especially since that means we can help our people who are being transformed, like the one guy we saved. Yep. Um, however, I know that certain functions of the amulet alert Lairlac as to its location and what is happening with it. So if it so happens that I can do this, it might alert Lairlac as to what we're up to, whether I succeed or fail. Hmm. All right. So we'd have to put that against what is happening. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a cleaner way to resolve the immediate situation. Yeah. We don't know what state, we don't really know what state Lairlac is in, if he'll even be able to, I mean, he may know, but he may not be able to do anything about it. Correct. He just would know still... where we are and what's happening, but with the amulet, but that's about it. Just me wearing it means he knows someone is wearing it, and that's it. That's all he gets. And he already knows that because he saw it on me. Right. Then it doesn't sound like he's going to know. He's going to learn anything he doesn't already know. Besides the fact that I am trying to undo a curse that apparently he put in place. All right. We did see well, the eyes on the ship. Like these guys are like this because they mess with Laralax stuff. Yeah. Well, maybe this is a chance to turn an enemy into an ally. I mean, yeah. Well, I'd rather have pirates as allies. Yep. <laughs> then the alternative. Um, right, this is this. I'll say this is this is an agreement. All right. We certainly don't want blood. If bloodshed could be avoided unnecessarily then we'd agree to try this instead. Uh, can we meet... Um, c- can we meet tomorrow before a duel would occur? Yes. I propose that you, br- you bring anyone who is in need being cured here to the island, and Marcel will attempt to cure them here. Okay. I... I'm unsure Shark Face will approve of that. If not, then you could bring them to our ship. Okay. Let let me. Can you wait here just one moment? Uh, uh, g- give me one one moment. And he sort of gets up and he sort of uh, furtively um, sort of moves. <laughs> kind of uh, he moves over where there's a little group of those green furry creatures. Mm-hmm. And he sort of sits down, and he he looks like he kind of meditates for a minute, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then he nods his head, and he um, he he goes and uh, takes a couple of minutes, and then he comes back, and he says, "Sharkface agrees to come to the island, so." We will see you at first light here in this spot. Agreed. Very well. And he sort of just doesn't even give you like a 
departing salutation, he just leaves. As we were as we were talking, like in general, like what kind of sense, what kind of vibe did I get from him as far as like is he nervous, cocky, arrogant? He's a bit arrogant, but he's also nervous. Okay. So um, you know, you you don't you you weren't reading any deception from him, but yeah, there was definitely arrogance and yeah. All right. So I will assume that you are uh everybody except Imarin and Axley, uh I, I will assume Konos and Marcel are going to take a long rest overnight. Well, I guess we're going to talk about what happened there. Mm-hmm. I do have something I want to talk to Konos. Okay. After they leave, I go up to Konos. So all of this is because they want to try to undo the curse of the crab hands. Yeah. I'm... Why wouldn't they have just proposed that in the first place? Because they're pirates. Well, I don't know how the sword would have helped either, to be fair. Like, the sword's just a sword. Uh, yeah. So, here's the... So, remember, they, they didn't know you had the amulet. Yeah, they didn't know that. Yeah, how would, they have, how would they have even learned? Well, it tends to glow sometimes. Maybe they saw the glow when they went to talk to me. They did look surprised, but I thought it was because of me brandishing the sword in their face, not... Because I had a glowy thing on my chest. Unless, I can't remember if Emmerin pointed it out to us afterwards. Because I think Emmerin and Axley saw it glow. I can't remember who saw it glow. It was definitely not me. (laughs) But it has glowed before, and maybe they saw that, and they recognized the purple color from, like, whatever interactions they've had with Laralax people. So, here's the thing, and... Well, it's kind of embarrassing, but I don't really want to take this off. Why don't you want to take it off? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But ever since I put it on, it's like, it's just, I feel really possessive about this amulet and I really don't want to take it off. Maybe, well, hopefully if you can use it to cure them, you won't have to and we can just be done with all this. By the way, uh, I would like to command Otto to fly after the rowboat back to, and like fly back to the pirate ship and try to like circle around um, and basically spy on them and try to like overhear uh, any kind of conversations that uh, their second has with Sharkface or anybody else important. And I, and I do you hear through his ears when that occurs? I have voice of the chain master, which allows me to communicate telepath, communicate with telepathically with my familiar, perceive through its senses, and if I really want to, I can have it speak through it. it speak, I can speak through it in my voice, okay. with no distance. So if I really, really want to creep them out, I can do that. Okay. But this is just going to be like trying to, like, you know, like land in a crow's nest or something and spy on them. And I'll occasionally try to tune in, or if like he picks up anything really urgent, like I want to hear it. Okay. He, he flies off immediately to go do that. Okay. The crow. The, the raven, mm-hmm. the crow, the raven, the crow. Is it riding on top of his back? Is riding on top of his back. <laughs> <laughs> of course he is. So, if I can't, didn't Emmerin talk to the people at her ch- church temple about healing the other person and like maybe maybe Emmerin can heal them like it 
doesn't necessarily have to be with the amulet. Yeah, I mean, we. They, I mean, they were trying to we heal. We might him, but have other. Options. I don't remember. It's. I don't remember. I don't think they were having any success on their own. Were they? I don't know. I seem to recall that they said that they would, but it would take a time, and that's just one person. But he was pretty far gone too. He couldn't even speak because he was like all crabby faced. Um, The other thing is, if we manage to heal their current crew, there's no like if their ship still has those symbols on the ground. Maybe that's what's making them sick. Maybe it's the ship that's making them sick. Yeah, maybe we just need to. Maybe they just need to swab the decks and get rid of all that stuff, and they'll they'll all be fine. Maybe the thing to do is see if there was anything else we can find out more about this amulet, what it does. And what it is and how it can be used. Maybe that's yeah. a, maybe that's something for the book. That we can't use the book till they're finished transcribing everything. And that's gonna take at least all night. Which means Emerin is not getting any rest. Well uh, well, Emerin doesn't necessarily have to be transcribing it. I mean, we have an island full of Hoka. We can just say, hey, take a shift. Take a few hours, copy this down, you know, work in work in pairs if you have to, and try to get this done. Do you think they're intelligent enough to do that without messing it up? Well, I mean, they have some wise people here. They have shamans. Yeah, wise and intelligent are not exactly <laughs> the same thing. True. Just saying, yeah. we might end up with a bad translation if we depend on a bunch of translators. Right. I mean, so, and, and I know that, and I, and I, and I know that that's a lot of people are focused. On, I mean, my focus has just been on. I'll be, I'll be honest. My focus is on this. Well, what's now no longer a dual situation, but, but, but it's more. It's more I just mean, you know, what's happening in the here and now. The book, the yeah. element, the book is. I mean, there's the also the fact me. that you you just learned that there is that it's just one ship. I mean, we could just destroy them and. Yeah, that's the weird thing. Yeah, they they defected from their own fleet. Like, isn't Sharkface? Sharkface is the leader of these pirates. He's defected from his own fleet. I'm really surprised that to hear that. Yeah, but that is I weird. I didn't sense he was being deceptive either. So. So right about now in this conversation, Konos, mm-hmm. you you can hear what Otto and the Raven are hearing. Mm-hmm. And basically, um, Azanana is telling Sharkface and probably other people, you hear people in the background, uh, the story about you know, the description of what happened and they go back and forth and he tells him pretty much exactly what was said, although not exactly in the same exact words that you use, but it's a pretty good, uh, you know, a pretty, pretty good relaying game of telephone uh, for that particular thing. And uh, Sharkface says, did you ask them about Lucanius? And Azanana says, no, I did not ask directly about Lucanius. And he says, did you see Lucanius or any other 
of our men. And the founder says, no, I did not. I was trying to negotiate a way to get the amulet. And Sharkface says, well, I guess we'll have to see what happens tomorrow then. Get out of my sight. And he's definitely upset. Okay. All right. Uh, I will have a flyback then. Okay. Well, it's, I'll tell Marcel. Well, it seems like they really wanted to know about Lucanius as well. And their buddy for either didn't want to or didn't or forgot to ask about that. And short faces and happen. Okay. Well, you know, Emmerin wanted to talk to her father. And we left Lucanius with the people in Trust and Fen. So if everyone in Trust and Fen was ship was was shoved on a ship and left, maybe she can ask her father if Lucanius was healed. Yeah. Or we could ask, or we could just contact try to contact the the priest we left him with and see how he might have been doing. That too. Yeah. All right, well, I suppose we'll have to interrupt our two friends and see what they think about all this. So we'll go back to the curiosity and be like, knock, knock, time to stretch your hands and not, you know, just, just do this, move them all around. <laughs> How long have we been driving? <laughs> Probably an hour and a half, two hours, maybe. <laughs> We'll tell. Well, we'll re- we relay what we learned from the whole dual situation, and I'm just like, well, I kind of leave out the fact that I can't get rid of the the. the <laughs> I admitted it to one person already. That's more than enough, right? <laughs> I'm very proud of the character development. It's one person. Uh, so maybe we don't have to duel them. We just have to save them, and then we get like you know a pirate ship building an. Is what we're doing. What? Hey, look, it, what? What makes you think that that what, well, what offers on the table? They're die. They're dying because of the L- L- uh, crab transformation curse thing, and they want to stop that. Which means they probably don't like Lairlac anymore. Which means if we heal them, then maybe they'll work for us instead. So why do they want to duel for the sword? Fuck if I know. <laughs> Curious about why? Why didn't? I guess we stole it. I mean, we did steal it, but like, I don't know. Maybe he thought that the sword would heal them. I don't know. I think I think they must have seen that I had the glow of the the amulet, and now they think that because that's linked to Lairlac, that I can somehow use the amulet to heal them. I have no idea if that's something that the amulet can do. What did What did your person that we left Lucanius with say about? Restoring him. That's like all the way back in my notes. <laughs> like first page of notes that is not currently. Uh, Nanar was the priest we left him with. Yeah, uh, I don't. I feel like we left in a hurry because we stole the stuff and like skedaddled. Yeah, but we left it. Uh, we left Lucanius with your your mentor. I don't feel like... I also remember that uh, a Detect Magic, apparently... I think it was Detect Magic. I can't remember what it was, but Lucanius pinged as Fey Aberration. And he was supposedly a human. But... 
Because we never got to the point where we could communicate with him, right? He was never, like, coherent. He was losing uh, coherency, but but uh, Konos used his tel- uh, his tele- telepathy to, to talk to him. So we did get information out of him. The problem is he didn't know much besides, hey, yeah, this is getting worse and it sucks. <laughs> why are, so why are they so interested in him? I think they want to know if we cured him. How do they even know that we have him? I don't know. Because wasn't he like the only survivor from yeah. that sand island? From Crab Island, yeah. Well, yeah. the only cultist we didn't kill, and we took him with us. So, you think that's the case, or you think he's like a key that they're trying to get back? He's important. I don't know. I think, I f- if I remember correctly, he said that he had been like kidnapped and forced to work for them. So he wasn't exactly a pirate. But maybe if Emerin can speak to her contact, the what person we left Lucanius with, we can know what happened to him, like if it was reversible or not. And I mean, we weren't all that powerful then, but maybe Emerin has the magic now or access to the magic that would be required to heal someone with that crab condition. Depending. I also need some components or the other issue. I mean, I have one spell that I don't need components, but it's lower. I don't know if it would do as much, but I do need components for other spells as a part of the problem. But I guess we can just start talking to Nanar and checking in on Lucanius, checking in on the boat. A lot of stuff to do. Yeah. I mean... Even if we can't heal them, like assuming we can't heal them, we could pledge to help them if they help us. We are looking for answers for all of this, and we do want to undo what Larelac is doing. Sure, but we also stole from them, and they know that, so we might just be healing them as a payment for what we stole, and then they're just going to fuck off as soon as... I mean, it's <laughs> possible, not, but not the thing is... Not a bad outcome either. If, if what they say is true, they can't exactly just return they're to their get fleet. Shredded. They're kind of they're running yeah. too. I mean, they're they're probably better off joining with us than staying on their own in the long term. I'm all about not dueling to the death. That would be <laughs> that'd be much preferable. If they're facing the fact that their people are getting transformed into horrifying beasts, and they don't like that because apparently then they just I don't know die or are reduced to crab. Uh, didn't he say that like their people were actually like their crew kept dying, which means it still it keeps happening. Like so us telling them, hey, the only way to do like undo this is by defeating Lairlock, then maybe we can recruit them. And we definitely could use the help getting I mean we we'd get to Calport a lot faster with them sailing with us rather than against us. Not yeah. to mention, they may have like just one ship and everything. But did you see all the sharks? And did you see the army that Lyrilac has? Like, I'd like the, even the odds. <laughs> totally. I mean, like, I, I kind of like the idea. Like to put it to put it one way, I get my loot out. I put my loot around. I start playing a little commercial jingle. Shark face, shark face, shark face. He has super swimming action. He commands a horde of sharks, and he has a super pirate ship. Pirate ship, gold surface. Why would we not want to have him on our team? (laughs) 
batteries sold separately. (laughs) 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 Uh, Yeah, like that's because because my thing is maybe we should be attempting to make sure that even if we cannot solve their issue right now, we can convince them somehow that we can at least help them if they join forces with us to solve their problem. I'm going to send a message to High Priest Nanar. Okay. Uh, hi, it's Emerin. No, we haven't been back in a while, but was wondering about Lucanius. Did you have any success reverting him back to normal? I think that might have been over the limit of where that's actually 25 words exactly. <laughs> uh, he is unresponsive but alive. Oh, good. Okay. Does that mean he's like a crab? I was going to say, what does that mean? So he wasn't cured, at least. No, it doesn't necessarily mean cured. So nothing on that end. But we also know he's alive. So we can also use that to our leverage if they want him back. Uh, well, apparently we're not fighting anything today, so you can use the rest of your spell slots. <laughs> Go to town. <laughs> that said, if you're not getting any rest, then you might not want to use all your magic because you might not be able to recover your magic. Well, are you going to have the Haka do the transcribing? I don't think that's a good idea. No. <laughs> no, even if it's, it's too important to not. Even if it takes us more than one day, I mean, we could have just Axley working overnight and Emer- and just go slower and Emerin gets her eight, eight hours of sleep. I only need to rest for four hours so I can try to help them as well with this. So I think the plan is rest and we'll take shifts transcribing so that we can get as much done as quickly as possible. Because if we go transcribing through the night two people at a time, we might actually be able to transcribe everything by morning and still have everyone rest so no one ends up exhausted the next day. Just worry about... We had to really think hard about this. Are you sure you're up for transcribing? Why wouldn't I be? So Konos, as Otto and the Raven are flying around the ship, they notify you that there are seven or eight creatures coming out of the ocean and crawling up the side of Sharkface's ship. What kind of creatures? They have long tentacles coming off their heads. Their mouths have little flaps covering them. They have large eyeballs and they have a humanoid form but their skin is scaly and fish-like. And they are wearing clothing. Mm-hmm. What is it? Picture kind of like Predator. Oh. Uh. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. That looks fun. That's scary. Uh, are they carrying weapons of any kind? 
doesn't look like it. Okay. Does Sharkface's crew see them climbing on the boat, and are they reacting at all? They are starting to fight. I will let everybody else know about this immediately. Uh, there's trouble on that ship. And if... There might not be anybody to heal if that if something doesn't if something if we may we don't intervene. Yeah, we should go help because we can get information from them if we make friends with them. So let's go make friends. Oh god, we went from like starting to try and duel with them to saving their asses. <laughs> yeah. Remember like five sessions what ago when we were like, we can blast the ship out of the water. <laughs> you still can. <laughs> we still can. Oh lord. Okay, so are we all just piling up on top of the uh, Curiosity and heading out? Yeah, how far away is it? They were out far. It was, so your your ship is docked about, at regular speed, 30, 30, 15 or 20 or 30 minutes, depending on how fast you're going, from the shore. And they were 500 feet, more than out. 500 feet away from you. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I'm so gonna. They're, they're pretty far away. In other words, someone throw a cloak over the book to keep it open, and uh, shove it in a corner so we don't accidentally close it. <laughs> <laughs> um, roll me a dexterity saving throw. Whoever threw it uh, in a corner. Oh, we're not throwing it. We're putting it in a corner. Uh-huh, but Very still, roll me. Roll me a, the dexterity saving throw. All okay. right. The DC is twelve. Okay. It's a sixteen. Okay. It's fine. The book fine. the book does not close and it also does not touch the sword that is down sword. there. <laughs> I forgot that was there. <laughs> Just throw it over there. Whoops, that's right there. <laughs> All right. So uh let's I mean this thing can go pretty fast, so floor it. <laughs> let's go. Not that fast. <laughs> Uh, are you going to go invisible, or you're just gonna fly in and? Uh, oh, I don't want to waste the spell. So my, at this point, why? Let's just go fly in, and then I want to open the box that, that the levers that have all the weapons dials on it. The weapons levers. Okay. <laughs> Time to try these out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't destroy the ship, please. <laughs> During during the day, what have I what I have had any time to short rest between like, sure, yeah, yeah. During the feast and whatnot and preparations and all that, just talking isn't uh, doesn't stop you from taking a short rest. So for sure. Well, glad I didn't burn all my sending spells like (laughs) one after another. I almost did. We don't need any more spells for the day. Let's waste them all. Uh-huh. Two seconds later, hey, there's combat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'd be my luck. Yeah, while you're sleeping, a fight breaks out. Okay, so Axley, um, are you going to land this thing on the deck of the ship, or are you going to go into the water, or what's your plan? Yeah, I'll land it on the deck of the ship because okay. everyone's got to be able to get off of it. Okay. So here's the scene. First. Um, Sharkface's ship. Uh, it's very much like your ship. Uh, it has a forecastle and it has uh, a poop deck in the back and it has a main deck and it has a large uh, gridded area in the middle 
of the main deck so that you can get into and out of the cargo hold. There are two masts. And you landed right in the middle of this deck. And um, there are eight or nine of these creatures crawling over the railing right now and fighting with a bunch of goblins. And every single one of these goblins is in really bad shape. They are, they either have, uh, they're moving very slow or they have half of their faces crab. Um, like it's, it's really bad. And as you land on the deck, shark face comes running out and he sort of stops and looks confused a little bit. And then he runs at one of these fishy creatures and starts fighting it. And that's where we'll end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 We're going to fight something because we're outside and I can call lightning. <laughs> We're going to get uh, a battle, you- finally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I do have one thing I want to shout out at, at Sharkface as we all, as we like clamber out because I'm not exactly a melee fighter. I, I just, I just <laughs> yes. look at Sharkface and go, hey, Sharkface, you wanted to see this, right? And I grab my sword and I send it dancing into the air. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> okay. So we'll end there. Um, I do, I do want to say though, actually, as, as as you were um, copying down that um, that as you were copying, you started noticing that several symbols are repeated there, and uh, you're actually probably starting to get used to that language and the and the code and everything. And so it's possible that when you get done, you might be able to actually translate this thing yourself. Oh wow! Okay, great. So. Because you're taking the time to do it, and your brain is working on it as you're copying. So well, that'd be handy. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it's late. I'm not sure we'll do a debrief. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure that the I, the the thing I want to talk about is the thing we keep talking about every time we take a break, which is this pandemic that we're all experiencing and so i'm not sure that the audience wants to necessarily hear about that so um uh so the only thing i want to say is uh if you are stuck inside uh online gaming is really really fun it's not exactly the same as face-to-face but um it is worthwhile and extremely um, tension relieving a lot of times, although it also has some emotional ups and downs, as I think Nina can attest. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but better fantasy uh, emotional and, up and downs. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and so if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, please email us at dndbrief at gmail.com. That's d-n-d-e-b-r-i-e-f at gmail.com. We also have a Patreon if you'd like to support us. That's patreon.com slash RPG Musings. And Karu has a Patreon for her whole team of RPG players. That is patreon.com slash Midgardia. And um, you can find me on Twitter at DM Samuel. 
And you can find Matt on Twitter at mbridell, two Ds, two Ls. You can find Karu on Twitter at mystarseed. You can find Nina on Twitter at n underscore bays three. And so I think that's going to end it for us. And so I will take us out. Bye. Bye.